Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. And then on Wednesday, as you all know, we were watching on our TV screens the Egyptian government, US backed military, moved into Rabat al Adawiya, moved into Nasser City. People were massacred, people were killed. If you've seen some of the pictures from Egypt, blood on the floor, blood in a masjid, people's heads blown apart. Wives crying over the bodies of their husbands. Daughters crying over the bodies of their fathers. And the death toll started. A hundred people killed. Two hundred people killed. Three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, six hundred. What is going on? What's the connection between having taqwa and Egypt? Is to see the issue in Egypt and to react as a Muslim. To react as a Muslim. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was doing tawaf around the Kaaba. And he looked to the Kaaba. This is a hadith related by Ibn Majah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he looked to the Kaaba and he said, How sweet, good are you, the Kaaba? And how sweet is your scent? How great are you and how great is your sanctity? By the one who the soul of Muhammad is in his hands, the sanctity of a believer is greater with Allah than your sanctity. That the work, the work, the work of one believer, the blood of one Muslim, is worth more to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the whole of the Kaaba, which we turn to when we're going to pray. The Kaaba, when people get to the Kaaba, you see them crying, they're emotional. Somewhere they've seen on TV, they've seen the pictures, they finally got there for Hajj. They feel this amazing awe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this Kaaba is worth less to Allah and the blood of one Muslim. So the first point about Egypt is it is clear, something you and I already know, but I'm just going to state it again. Haram, haram to accept, to sanction, to support the killing of a Muslim. This general, this, this Abdel Fattah al-Sisi, this American-backed general, What's the problem in Egypt? The problem is that nothing has changed since the time of Mubarak. That's the real issue. America had a system in place. Mubarak, they supported him for years, for decades. When they saw the people rising against him, they had an internal coup. And they put another military general in charge. And then they said, we have a new process, democracy. And Muslims ran for elections and this and this and this. But the system, the pillars of the house, the system in Egypt, never changed in these two and a half years. And when they saw that Mohammed Morsi could not deliver, could not look after US interests the way they would want, and the generals are back. And now anybody who wants to stand in their way, they are prepared to massacre them. It's starts to demonize people. Those who are calling for Islam, those who want to stand in the way are terrorists. Before you kill people, you have to demonize them. You have to say to the wider public, that man's a troublemaker. That brother there, he's a troublemaker. 
So if all of you agree with me, he's a troublemaker, I tell all these lies, I say he's a troublemaker. When I start to hit him, people say, oh, he's a troublemaker. So our first red line for us in Egypt is the killing of a Muslim is haram. So we don't, we have to stand, we have to speak out against this military, this US-backed military, which is labeling people terrorists, and went into the Masaji, went into the square of Al-Adawiyah, and killed people. And we have to learn some lessons. We have to be people of Takwa who say, now we have this mess in Egypt. What is the way forward? What is the way forward to stop this mess, to stop this American plan taking place? It has to be that we look to the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet to tell us what we can accept, what is the road we should go, and to tell us what we must not support. Inshallah, tomorrow there is a demonstration outside the Egyptian embassy. Inshallah, myself, I'll be there. We want simple message. We want an end to this American back system, and we want an end to the killing. We stand against the killing of Muslims. This will be at 2 p.m. But now the way forward. Three options we have to avoid. Number one, we should not support this coup. This coup of the general, we should not support it. Why? This is the US backed coup. This is to preserve the interest of America so they can keep going to the Swiss Canal, so that Egypt can maintain the border with the Israeli state, so that U.S. interests can be maintained, even if that means killing people. This is not in the interest of Islam, this is not what the Shia is. Number two, some of our brothers say they should bring back Dr. Morsi as the president over the system. This system does not implement the Sharia. This is a secular system. What do I mean by that? This system says you want to be Muslim, Dr. Morsi practicing Muslim, anybody at the top, no problem. But for the laws to be from the Sharia, This is the 21st century, democracy, to Britain, they decide in parliament, same-sex marriage, yes or no, let's vote. What does Islam say? So this idea that we decide what the laws are, that the Sharia is put aside, that the Islamic ruling system, the Khilafah is put aside, and we have this new game, a little bit of Islam, a little bit of kufr, we mix it together in a secular state, and you want to just have a Muslim at the end of it? System is the problem. So we don't call for this system to carry out. Number three, we don't want what happened in Algeria. That now that people have been killed, some Muslim says, you know the answer, brothers? We're going to take up arms. And we're going to face the military. And we're going to go on the street. And we're going to fight back. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it very clear. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes it clear. Shedding the blood of a Muslim is haram, is haram, is haram. When Muslims start to fight each other, it is only the enemies of Islam and Muslims who go. So yes, there is a problem, but the solution is not this third option to take on ours. We say to our brothers, we should not support this and they should not be. The Prophet showed us how to change the society. In Medina, the people were non-Muslims. They didn't believe this in Islam. He said, Musab ibn Umayyad, to call them to Islam, to explain what Islam is. Our job in Egypt today is to say, look, this system of the generals will fail. It will fail, it does not have answers for the economic, social, political problems. It is trying to put Islam aside, and people will never accept that. We should call for Islam and Islam alone, not Islam and seculars. The Islamic system is the khilaf. We should argue for this, call people to this, remind them of this, explain this to them. Because right now they are being brainwashed. So that the road, the road will grow. More and more people will say, we believe in Islam. We want to be buried as Muslims. We want the Islamic system because we understand it. What we have not done, me and you, what we have not done is to explain this to our brothers.
So we explain Islam as it is. And people call for it as it is. We're not ashamed about it. And we say the future for Egypt and the whole of the Muslim world is to return to the Islamic Khilafah system which implements the laws from the Quran and so on. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to be the agents for change. To be those in our ummah who work within our families, within our homes, within our communities, within our ummah, that we live by Islam in every situation that we face. This is what it means to have We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our Qiyam, our Siyam, our Tilaam of the Quran, our Salaam of the We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that now we go forward. For the remaining 11 months, He does not leave us to ourselves does not leave me to myself, but that he's with us, helping us to remember him, to be conscious to have this taqwa that we have talked about. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help our ummah in Egypt and Syria, everywhere where Muslims are suffering, are being killed, to help us to present this bloodshed, to help us to call for Islam and Islam alone, to argue the case, and that he brings the victory soon to this ummah. Never ever forget, no matter how dark it is, never ever forget what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us in Surah Al-Yusuf, وَاللَّهُ غَالِبُ وَلَا أَمْرِهِ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْبَرَ النَّاسِ That Allah has power over his affairs. Who can bring victory? Things are very dark, there's no way out. Never say that as a Muslim. Never say that. No matter how dark, if me and you work, we strive, we work for the cause of Allah, he gave victory to the Sahaba. He gave victory to the people against the Crusaders. He gave victory to Salahuddin. And inshallah, we ask Allah to give us victory to this ummah, inshallah. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusallimu ala nabi. Ya ayuha al-nabiha ahamu sallu wa nabi wa sallu wa taslima. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammad kama salli ala Ibrahim wa ala ala al-Qasid. Allahumma barika ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammad kama barakta ala Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.